0: hello hello and welcome to another episode of triassic park and uh today's gonna be a little bit different um one only me single episode hasn't happened in a while um two the schedule is gonna kind of be shifting a little bit and uh that's kind of what this is this Is gonna be kind of an an update episode to kind of give you a good idea about what we're going to be talking about in the future. Uh, I literally have uh, entire years worth of content planned. Uh, luckily for all of you, um, mostly my wallet. When I say all of you, I mostly mean my wallet. It's actually stuff that I have most of the research for already, like all the books and stuff like that. So it won't be as costly as this year was because. Uh, let me tell you, this year was uh, very costly. <laughs> um, and the reason why everything's kind of been shifting around, um, you know, as is probably uh, very obvious, uh, I've mentioned it multiple times. I did have a stroke in September. So um, even though that is like nearly a year in the past, um, you know, I'm still recovering from that. And part of the recovery is going to be getting a. Uh, non-invasive uh, heart surgery that's going to close up a small patch up, like a small little hole in the heart. And that is coming. that surgery is coming up soon-ish. Um, it's either going to happen in September or it's going to happen in October. Um, the reason why I didn't get anything prepared, because I actually thought that the surgery was going to happen in, like, this month, in July... Um, cause I had like a meeting for it and I was like, oh, maybe it's like a meeting and then they're going to put me right in the surgery. And I was kind of like, kind of rolling that around, getting a little stressed out about that. But anyways, um, you know, so I've kind of just kind of taken a little bit of time off to just kind of relax. Uh, and because of that, there may be a few episodes that are missed, like that are not done, uh, in the future. So we'll we will see. Um. So first things first. Um. Before we get into that, um, let's talk about some stuff that you probably want to be listening to. Um. If you're if you're kind of following all of our King Kong episodes and everything in regards to uh, the eighth wonder of the world. There is a uh, interview on a podcast called Kaiju Transmissions, a re- really really good podcast, and they interviewed Ray Morton, and Ray Morton is easily the be all end all of King Kong historians. Um, he wrote the uh, the amazing. Book that is <laughs> essentially um, the 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 only one you really need to read um, in terms of, of King Kong, and that's uh, King Kong: The History of a Movie Icon from Fay Ray to Peter Jackson. Um, now, in this interview, uh, one of the things that is uh, was cool about this interview is he did uh, mention that he is eventually planning on writing a brand new version of this book that's upgraded. And upgraded with a lot more information on things like the animated series, the three animated movies, uh, you know, the legendary stuff, and also, like, actually digging into the Peter Jackson one, because his book was released right before the new um, Peter Jackson movie, um, so... That's exciting, that's exciting. I was honestly, you know, there were some things that I was kind of batting around, maybe doing a book of my own, especially after doing all of my (laughs) King Kong research and so much of it being out of print. But knowing that, uh, you know, Ray Morton is doing another (laughs) version of his book, uh, there's no reason for me to to write a a book (laughs) Um, because, you know, he uh, is pretty much the master on that. Uh, And in this interview, he drops something crazy um he says that the spider sequence never even got filmed um and all the footage from the spider sequence um the infamous you know spider pit sequence that happens after you know kong like twists the log and they all fall into the chasm um there was supposedly in the original 1933 film portions of uh of that sequence were actually filmed and were put in a early version of the movie. It's one of those things where I know great Bradbury is like, "Oh, I saw that. I saw that kind of thing." So, it's uh, it, it it's it's interesting um, because uh, from what we all thought is that it got cut before it got screened to like anyone. Like it didn't even get it got screened to like I we th- I kind of thought that uh, you know Marlon C Cooper had filmed it and then was watching it and said oh it cuts out and it's too it 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 distracts from the plot we're gonna remove it um and just kind of get this thing moving um but ray morton like he had access to the original like day by day production notes and there's no anything about actual filming after actually putting it on the reel and filming and animating in full the uh the spider pit sequence so it may not have ever existed um and all of the stills that we have are actually from uh test footage so that when they would like you know reference footage and everything like that to to figure that out and that's like a that's interesting i i don't know if i hundred percent i'm willing to just write off that sequence altogether, um but i mean Ray Morton forgets more about King Kong than I will ever know. Um, so uh, I, we got to pretty much go by what he says. Uh, but to get his full r- rundown of that, really I would recommend listening to that Kaiju Transmission episode with that interview. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, speaking of Ray Morton, um, he actually did the commentary on the King Kong 1976 collection Blu-ray that came out, the Shout Factory Blu-ray and, you know, given some time, I actually got a chance to actually fully kind of go through that and listen to all the interviews. Um, I listened to one of the commentaries. I haven't listened to the Rick Baker commentary just yet, and, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, the, uh, the One of the things that kind of annoys me about Screen Factory, uh, especially when they do, like, big, comprehensive sets, um, they have, like, when you're going through the special features they're like oh an interview with this person oh an interview with this person oh an interview with this person and all the like the interviews are usually about like 5 minutes in length so it's like i would have really rather just had it just be one feature and you just play that's like the epitome of like the most first world problem of first world problems but you know um it is kind of annoying when you have to just kill okay click bam click bam uh, but the actual interviews are very very good uh very informative there's there's definitely that stamp of anything that got released during 2020 and was filmed and was given like special features in 2020 will be forever intrinsically tied to the pandemic in which uh, I mean all the interviews are done on like zoom and stuff like that uh, a few of them, Like, I'm not sure how long they were working on this release, because a few of them were actually filmed in um, proper, like, how you would normally see an interview filmed, um, where there was, like, a sit-down in 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 an area with, like, a professional camera person and, you know, everything like that, so... It, it, it's kind of about half and half. Um, all of the information is great. Um, just, you know, be aware that, like, some of them were recorded on, like, Zoom and stuff like that. So they're not going to be, like, amazing in terms of quality, either in video or audio. Uh, but the content is there, and that's kind of why you would listen to them. Uh, I actually had a cool. I, I pre ordered this from Scream Factory uh, as soon as they announced it, and there was, like, a cool looking uh, poster inside. So I have a po- little poster, too, which. Uh, goes well with my weird king kong 76 collection um, um rayborn's commentary is very informative um incredibly informative um it's not it's kind of dry to be honest um and I, I don't i don't really mean that as an insult um it's essentially it's like he's a writer he knows so much He's going to explain to you his writing, <laughs> essentially. Um, it's a great commentary in, in terms of just, like, if you're really interested in the making of the movie and the King Kong legacy and everything like that. Um, but it's not its not one of those commentaries you would put on with friends to just kind of hang out um, and just kind of, like, be like, oh, I just did move for something loose and fun. Uh, no, it's a very dry, delivered, <laughs> informative commentary um, commentary um and also uh, 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 one of the reasons why i'm really excited for the king kong 76 episode when we eventually get to it um because it's really uh quite quite a movie and i have a very weird connection to it now one of the reasons why when we get to the scheduling you'll notice that it's not just oh here's king kong versus godzilla king kong escapes king kong 76 king kong lives boom 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 boom, boom. Because in that interview with, in Kaiju Transmissions, Ray Morton kind of let it slip. He didn't officially confirm it, but he kind of really strongly hinted at King Kong Lives is going to be getting a big Blu-ray um, sometime in the next year. So I'm kind of you know spreading that out a little bit so that I can get all of the good, good information because King Kong Lives is one of the ones that has the least known about it. Um, and the least writing about it. So anything like a commentary or anything like that, uh, is very needed. <laughs> so, uh, that's really good. Um, the other thing that happened, um, so that's King Kong 76. I, if you're a fan of King Kong 76, um, you definitely need to see it. I mean, the, the theatrical cut looks great. Um, the real, the big selling point though, is the, uh, t- TV cut, which it has like tons of and tons of new footage and some really good uh, additions in that TV cut. Um, So uh, I kind of wish that the TV cut had the option to do it for three so you could watch it as it was originally intended to be on television. But it still looked amazing. Like they did a a really good uh, transfer uh, on this movie. So if you're a fan of this movie, that commentary got to sell you and the extended cut is going to sell you. If you're not a fan of King Kong 76, though, um, it's not going to change your mind, I don't think, um, especially not that TV cut. I don't think the TV cut is going to like change your mind or anything like that. But it is worth uh, it, it. For me, oh, no complaints. I love it. It was all great. I'm totally down. Um, I wish that there had been another commentary for the TV cut because I would really kind of like to get the behind the scenes on some of those, uh, some of those longer scenes that we don't really know much about um so the other other release that i kind of wanted to briefly kind of jump in and talk about is the daimajin arrow set uh, daimajin is uh, a trilogy of films uh, by Dai studios and uh they were great they're some of the best kaiju movies um of that era uh the effects are amazing uh and immaculate it is mostly like a samurai period piece with uh, a kaiju elements that come in at, at the last little bit of the, the movie uh, and the trilogy got released with Arrow and it has this really cool I, I really like this new kind of trend maybe it's been around for a while I'm not 100% sure of having these cardboard slips that kind of like you lift up from the top and that has your like three blu-rays in it and then you can kind of go out and do whatever it, it, it takes up a lot of space but it is cool uh, this set also comes with a really cool booklet. The the transfers and the prints, they show their age a little bit. Um, these are the same, the Mill Creek Blu-rays back in the day, um, which is a little bit unfortunate, but um, as a whole, it it is, uh, it is really worth getting as well if you're a fan of these movies. Uh, like I said, the booklet has tons of great information. The commentaries were absolutely stunning and amazing and really kind of brought new information to light and one last thing i want to mention before we get into the update um as we are recording this uh i just found out that uh j.w rinsler died and uh you know he was one of the he was one of the pioneers of making of books um he has done so many just amazing amazing work like he his making of the star wars trilogy the original trilogy um you know you have a his making of alien and his making of aliens um and you know it, he did the thing of making of the planet of the apes the original planet of the apes and it, he just he was a he was a legend his books are beautiful uh his information is is really really great um and his work will definitely be informing um you know this show whenever we cover those movies because we definitely will be covering those movies eventually um and yeah it's just uh it's sad he was only 58 and you know he, he passed away of uh, pancreatic cancer so uh rest in peace j.w winsler um you were a legend and you will uh, not be forgotten and now for the less somber <laughs> the Zombertone, let's get into the scheduling. Everyone's favorite thing. Um, so the second episode of this month will actually be the tr- entire Tremors franchise and ranking the Tremors franchise. Again, because I have this surgery coming up, I wanna do something fun. It is draw exploitation because it's like it, it it was originally called like Land Shark, um before You know, you listened to the original Tremors episode, uh, or you didn't. If you didn't, you should go back and listen to it. It's actually one of my better episodes, I would say. Uh, (laughs) But uh, we're going to talk about all the franchise, the entire ones from... Tremors 1 to Tremors 7, and I will probably talk about the TV series as well, because I'll probably rewatch that, because I kind of like the show, um, and we'll just kind of be talking and chatting, and I kind of will introduce, like, the ranking, and we'll have, like, a really good conversation, and just kind of uh, have fun. So it seemed like a good way to end the summer having fun, um, and then... The September stuff is the iffy ones. So I have two episodes planned for September. They might not happen depending on when the surgery is. That is essentially um, this batch here. So all things going well will when whenever the surgery is the episode an episode will be not done because i will just be taking time off to recover um but if i don't have the surgery in september and i have it in october um the first uh september episode will be on razorback which i know i promised for this month and this is actually supposed to be the this episode was supposed to be the razorback episode but again life um, so that will be very fun, uh, and then the second episode, uh, which again is something that's going to be kind of fun and loose and relaxing, will be uh, you know a commentary on either the Crater Lake Monster or Jack the Giant Killer, and it'll be a commentary slash update. Um, I have a bunch of new information in regards to both of those films, uh, and I think that it would be probably more fun to uh, do that in a commentary rather than. Do it in just an, an update episode, so it seems like uh, you know it might be fun to kind of just record a commentary, and especially someone with like crater like monster. Maybe get someone who hasn't seen it yet. Have them come on, chat about it. Probably would just be Jason. We're not sure, but that's that September. Now in October, October is is fun because uh, October every October now um, this podcast is going to turn into its own little special podcast called "It Came from the Page." which explores uh, horror fiction and its relationship to um, horror movies, essentially, and pop culture. So this entire month we're talking about Dracula and Frankenstein, and that's like the original movies, the, the original novels, the sequels, the, you know, a- a- everything, everything. There's five going to be five episodes, uh, so October is going to be weekly, again, health conspiracy considering uh all some of these have already been recorded though thankfully um so that will be a fun thing and uh the the most fun part of that is uh jason does all the research so i get some time off this is my time off of researching (laughs) i love october and i would love to just relax in october so that is uh that um november we're finally getting things back on track uh and that is going to be the beats from Twenty Thousand fathoms and that would be including the making of, and then the oh sorry the episode discussion, and then the making of, and then in December we're doing Gojira again, making of, and the, the talking the episode again. Then we're doing Godzilla raids again in January. In February we are doing Half Human and Veron. In March we're doing Rodan. In April we're doing Mothra. May. Is the two King King Brothers uh, <laughs> films Gorgo and Konga, and then we're doing King Kong versus Godzilla in June. Um, so again, I'm just giving myself all this leeway for the King Kong Lives <laughs> Blu-ray set to eventually come, and all of these actually, I think they all are kind of essential to understanding King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, because you really do need to understand what the giant monster landscape was like at that time, and what influenced Godzilla, what Godzilla influenced to all of Japanese cinema, how we got to a point where crossing over these two characters seems like a good idea. And then, uh, that's June, and then July, we're actually going to revisit Jaws. And by revisit, I mean there's two more books, so... um, I, when I did Jaws last time, I had to really speed through it, um, and read a whole bunch of books, but there are, there were two to three big books that I was missing, um, and I think a good proper Jaws revisit would be fun in July, and then in August, we'll go in King Kong Escapes, so that means, uh, that's a whole year, uh, and then, you know, I don't know what life will be like in that whole year, um, hopefully this will all... Be, as i say it is but uh we will see um so yeah so i just wanted to give everyone a little update um uh, talk about those blu-rays a little bit you know make something you know kind of interesting for everyone so that they don't just get a bunch of updates when they listen to this uh okay thank you and uh if you're interested in uh this podcast and you want to follow me on twitter or whatever uh you can find me at on twitter at, at wine moving thank you and uh have a great day goodbye